This show is brought to you by Female Alliance Media, by women, for women. Hello, and welcome to the Say It Out Loud podcast. I am your host, Christine Daynard, and the goal of this podcast is to encourage you to live your best and most authentic life by digging deeper and finding connection through vulnerability. I believe we have been taught that vulnerability is a weakness when in fact it is our superpower. In this space, I will share personal stories and conversations with others so you can be empowered by their strength and inspired to take action in your own life. Thank you so much for being here. Now let's get started. Well, hey, welcome back to the podcast. It's me, Christine D. And today I have something a little bit different for you. Earlier, I was interviewed by Christy Simmons from the Imperfect Creatrix podcast, and we decided to make it a collaborative effort. And what that means is not only did she interview me and will be posting it on her podcast channel, but she's also allowed me to share it on my podcast channel, because why not? So I think you'll find this conversation really relatable in a lot of ways. We talked about a number of different things, but ultimately has a lot to coming back to home, coming back to home to you. And And uh, I think that you'll find some little nuggets in here that you can use today or maybe tuck away for another day. But I hope that you will enjoy listening. And of course, go and give Christy a follow over at the Imperfect Creatrix podcast. Basically, you can find her anywhere you can find my podcast. So I hope you'll do that and enjoy this conversation. All right. So let's jump in. All right. Welcome back to the podcast. Another beautiful Wednesday. And I am here for another meaningful conversation with a guest that I am so excited for you all to meet. So her name is Christine. I'm going to let her introduce herself a little bit more, but she does actually have a podcast, a podcast that I absolutely love to follow and to listen to, and it is called Say It Out Loud. So um, I'm going to let her tell uh, you, the listeners, a little bit more about her journey. And also maybe you could tell them just what got you into podcasting. Oh, yeah, sure. So Christy, first of all, thank you so much for having me here today. This is awesome. Um, I love everything collaboration. So I think this is so great for us to do this together. Uh, So what got me into podcasting? Well, let's see. Well, or should I start? Okay, let's start with a little bit about me. That's fine. It's like multi question, right? You start giving me two questions at once. and I'm like, ah, where do I start? So bring you back. So I will say uh, I'm a kind of a multi-passionate individual and uh, am now sort of launching into something a little bit different than what I was doing previous in my entrepreneurship uh, journey, but uh, was running wine tours for a long time, for about five or six years, and through the pandemic and was really keeping it in survival mode until I realized that I was kind of burnt out from it. And as much as I loved doing it, I really needed to find another way to connect with people and to bring my energy to other people and keep reserves for myself as well. So I started to just dig in a little bit deeper and just started to listening to what was coming through me. And for the most part, that started with you need to start saying it out loud. And, you know, I noticed that not only before the pandemic, but especially during and after the pandemic, a lot of us are in this space and place where we're holding a lot to ourselves. We're not sharing a lot of how we feel. We feel like we're alone and other people aren't feeling the same way as we are. And that there's this sort of darkness that we're all feeling uh, individually, but really collectively, right? So there's this sort of heaviness in the world. And I thought, you know, it would be really awesome to be able to share stories, maybe not specific to the pandemic, but how people are living their lives and how they are willing to share their stories and, sh- and be vulnerable with other people to not only release some of that pain from themselves, but help other people realize that they weren't alone. 
And so that was just what I felt heavy on my heart. I wanted to do a podcast for a really long time. I just didn't know what it was going to end up looking like. And then all of a sudden I had this, this, this concept of this idea. And I was like, Ooh, this is it. I want, I want to not only share my stories, but I want to help other people share their stories. So that's what I started doing. And it's been going really well. People are coming and sharing their most vulnerable selves and uh, it's connecting with so many people. I get messages all the time from people saying how they're so relieved to find that there are other people out there going through something similar, right? And so that's sort of how it got started. And that's where I am right now and doing all the other things, but that's a huge part of, it's a huge passion project of mine for sure. Oh my gosh. I love everything about what you just said. I can resonate with a lot of that too. I just started my podcast though a little bit more recently, but I'm not going to lie to you. It was, it was during the pandemic that for me personally, you know, podcasting became a very important part of my life. Like I felt like that was just something, it was some kind of connection that I needed in my life at that time. Um, especially on all the walks that I would take with my son, he was, you know, newborn. So I felt like that was just kind of, I don't want to call it an escape because it didn't feel that way. It's just, I feel like for a really long time, even previous to becoming a mom, but then more so like through the pandemic and having my two children, like I was either living for a predictable future or like a present past. And I was never really living in the now, um, you know, living for like that unknown. And I've come to realize over the last few years that it's really like that unknown that is like the gift, right? Waking up every day and just being present with yourself and not holding like, you know, this, this need for an outcome. And the cool thing about podcasting is I feel like, you know, when I started again, I was all nervous and trying to control the outcome of how everything would work on my end. And it's just funny to see, like, as you progress, how you just keep meeting and, you know, connecting with new people, um, you know, that hold the same values and, you know, beliefs and, you know, all kinds of other stuff, same as you, right? And then we're able to share that with the world. And I just, yeah, I love podcasting for that reason. I really feel like it showed me that I could have my own voice. And then, you know, I started this as well and hoping that other people will feel that same way. So yeah, I just love, I love that you shared that. So I was hoping that we could tell, you know, the listeners just a little bit about how our paths have crossed. Cause I always, I always love to go there too, right? Like I was telling you just before we jumped on this call, um, you know, follow the breadcrumbs is what I kind of keep doing and just listening to my gut, following my intuition. So maybe we could speak a little bit to that. Yeah, sure. So, well, we met as a result of uh, the Female Alliance Media, which I think is such an amazing initiative. So our mutual friend, Andrea uh, Mondo is sort of behind this and, uh, and one of her friends, Amanda, I don't actually, German is Amanda German the last name, I think. Yeah. Yep. And they're behind this amazing female, um, I think they're leading women into more podcasting because I've learned that there's very small percentage of women that are actually podcasting. It's a very male dominated space. And so I love that they're encouraging women to get more into the space and finding a way for helping or finding a way for us to support each other in it, you know, because I think everything that I'm doing, it sounds like we're doing similar things where, you know, I want to work with other people and help lift each other up. And I want to collaborate with others. And, you know, the more that I win, the more you win. It's not, I just need to win and push you down. It's that when we keep lifting each other up, we make so much more progress that way, right? Especially in the world for women. So I was very 
drawn to it when Andrea told me about the fam that was going to be beginning. And, and then as a result, I've met a handful of the women that are already in that space, which includes you. And we're just, we're helping to share um, all these awesome stories and helping us to get in front of more audiences by supporting each other, which I think is such a win-win. Um, what's really neat about Andrea is I met her at a, um, some kind of a women's networking group that happened or existed before the pandemic ever started. So we went to events together and that's sort of how we met each other and then just kind of kept together, uh, kept watching each other online and supporting each other that way. And I loved what she was doing and that resulted of course, in meeting her. And then of course now meeting you. So following those breadcrumbs, it's really interesting how, you know, you sort of found Andrea on social media and I found her in person, but that continued on social media. So it's like, it's neat how those two things sort of come together uh, and help us build the relationships that maybe wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for social media, right? Like, let's look at the positive side of technology. Yeah, exactly. I love that. And it's true. Like, I don't know why I just keep getting this like the word connection just keeps like flashing in my head because that's exactly what it is. It literally feels like a connection of energies. It's just, yeah, I, I truly believe in things that are meant to be will be. And every moment now in my life, I look at as, you know, this was meant to be exactly how it is in this exact moment, no matter what that is. Right. And just speaking to all of that too, I just, I really appreciate the fam because I told Andrea that, you know, as much as I was really proud of myself for starting this, you know, my podcast, it was also, um, you know, a passion project that felt really isolating to me, especially in the beginning, not so much now. So I guess that's another piece of this that kind of is really important to me as well as just sharing that with other people. If in the beginning it feels isolating, it doesn't have to. Um, because the more that you progress, the more that you continue and you meet other people, like you start to realize that it's actually more of <laughs> exactly that, like a family, right? And you will meet so many people along the way and make so many, here's the word again, connections. And I don't know, just lately too, that is what makes me feel truly alive. It's not like I get any compensation for any of this, but it's just, it's literally like my creative outlet and getting to share meaningful conversations with other women is just... Yeah, it's there's just nothing else like it. I I just truly feel inspired by every conversation I get to have too, right? And that's that's one of the best parts. Yeah, and I I feel that too. And I I remember when as you were saying earlier, you know, previous to the pandemic, it's like you you liked to know what the outcomes were going to be. You liked to uh, sort of feel in control of things. And then we went through this whole time in our lives where we all realized that we're not in control at all. <laughs> Right. And so mm -hmm. I think what's happening now and sort of how we're coming to connect in this conversation is that, you know, there was a lot of time to really dig deeper into ourselves. There were a lot of, there was a lot of time to think about or feel through, how do I want to live my life? How can I make the best of this? And if I'm stuck at home and I can't go and be with people, how can I better connect? And when I am alone, instead of feeling lonely, what can I do to to feel more connected to the world around me or to be more joyful and happy as a result of being on my own. How do I do that? Because we weren't privy to that before, right? When everything is stripped away from you, you start to get right down to the, to the root of who you are and why you're here. And, you know, I feel like our journeys have been somewhat similar because, you know, I started to dissolve this idea or this concept that I had to know what the outcome was going to be. 
you know? It's like, I wanted to start a podcast for a really long time, but in the pandemic even, and I didn't because I, first of all, didn't think I had anything to talk about, which is kind of a joke in itself, but, (laughs) (laughs) but you know, I was, I was worried what's that going to look like and how is the outcome going to be? And what if no one comes and talks to me? And it was all the what ifs and the shoulds and the, all this stuff that, and the fear really of doing it, that stopped me in my tracks from doing it at that time. And when we were finally out of this pandemic and I started to do a lot of that evaluation and I realized that it's not the outcomes I need to be attached to. It's how I feel about the skin that I'm in, about what I'm doing in the world and about how I'm bringing any kind of impact, because right now we need positive, joyful, good, wholehearted impact because we're all feeling pretty raw and in this new world that is not the same as it was before, right? And so I think, you know, we start looking for more, we start looking for where do we belong and what are we here for? And how can I really, how can I help people in some way? How can I serve them by supporting them in whatever that is through my heart? And it feels like you've done the same thing. It's like, we're just, we just started, you know, you, you felt alone starting your podcast. I felt alone starting mine. Oh my God. Like what speaker to get, what mic to get, what, how, what software to use to record, like all these things that you don't even think about. But at the end of the day, I just kept coming back to my heart and saying like, it's okay. There's no timeline on this. Just find your way and do what feels right. And just keep following that, you know? Oh, I love all of that. There's so many things in my head that are like flashing right now. It's like, oh, say this, remember to say this, but (laughs) yeah, I think the most important thing too, is just kind of like to tie in everything that you said is just my biggest message the last three years, even just to myself, is just to continue to imperfectly create change, which is partly the reason why I chose the name that I did for my podcast, right? Because I'm finding, you know, the more and more um, that I want to like try and do different things, as long as I just do it, like you just have to get started. But then as you, you know, practice in perfect consistency and you continue to grow, like you just continue to learn and grow and the growth will come over time. And I just, I can't believe even just looking back at episode one to now, like the difference in the growth that I've seen just in myself and my pot, like everything, um, truly everything in my life. So actually speaking to that, I'm curious um, if you could maybe talk about you know, a situation or, um, you know, just a moment and experience in your life where you haven't perfectly created change, you know, maybe something that you have noticed in yourself that has shifted, perhaps gone against the grain. I'm curious. (laughs) This could be a very long answer, Christy. (laughs) Yes, I realize that there's a lot that I could say to this one as well. So maybe just the first thing that comes to mind going with intuition. What's the first thing that comes to mind? Yeah, well, I will say I mentioned kind of in my intro that I left my first small business behind to start something new. And um, that was like the hardest thing I've ever had to do. Because I think when you build and create a small business, it's it's like a baby, it's your baby. And so I was really attached to that baby. And before the pandemic, it was growing. And by the second year of my business, it was had grown 300%. And then all of a sudden, this thing came in where I had to find all these other ways to connect with people, because the way that I had created to connect with people 
really for the most part couldn't happen. Right. So that was really defeating. But at first it was like, I got this, like I can come up with ways. And like, you know, at first you have this surge of energy and I was running on adrenaline for that first little bit. And then eventually it really started to weigh on me. And I real I didn't realize actually at the time until much later that I had been burning myself out because I was burning the candle at all the ends. It's like, if the candle could have four ends, that's what I was burning, <laughs> you know? And it wasn't until probably the summer of last year. So the summer of 2022, where I stopped one day and realized that I was literally running around like a chicken with my head cut off, trying to do all these things, trying to make this business survive, trying to um, come up with all these different ideas and, and leaning on what people were suggesting that I do and, and going outside of me for all of these answers about how I was supposed to fix this, right? And then I all of a sudden realized that I, it wasn't to be fixed. It's that I started this thing as a passion project. It got me out of working corporately that I hated. It showed me and proved to me that I could do something and create something on my own. And now it had become something that was different than what I created, right? It's like the energy around it changed, the way people felt in it changed, the experience changed because everything around us changed. And so I, at first was really lost in that. And I had to put on my brave pants <laughs> and make the decision that I had to leave that business behind. And I think the hardest thing for me in that time was telling people that's what I was going to do because I had been so visible. I'd been showing all these people, all these different things that I had done to survive. And now I felt like I was giving up. You know, and I, I, in our generation and my, I'm a Gen Xer. So like, it's like everything is, you know, you have to work hard, push the limits, keep on going. You know, there's the, like the hustle, the hustle, the hustle is a constant thing in that part of our culture. And I realized it wasn't working for me. And I thought, you know, the world has changed so much. We have all changed so much. And this business that I created was awesome, taught me a lot, but it also taught me that I shouldn't be attached to it because I am not the business. I am Christine. I bring my gifts to the world. And at one point they came in the form of a literal vehicle, <laughs> right? Taking people from one place to the other, sharing the energy with them. But I realized if I could take my attachment away from that and just follow my heart and my gut to where it was leading me. I didn't have to have the answers. I just knew that whatever was in me, I would create something with and that I could leave behind something that was no longer working because I was no longer fully in it. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Oh, so, yes. <laughs> so I think, um, I don't know if I'm exactly answer your, answering your question, but I remember the pivotal moment when I hadn't been sharing in social media at all, actually, probably for the last few months of my business, I was so defeated, uh, upset, angry at myself, embarrassed. Um, my pride was hurt. My ego was in the way. And I didn't want to share because I didn't think anybody would understand. And they would think that I was a failure and that I was closing my business. And one day this just voice came through me. It's the only way I can describe it that said, start sharing about it because nobody is sharing. Nobody is talking about how hard this is. No one is talking about the fact that this time in our lives has changed everything. No one's acknowledging it. So start acknowledging it. So that's what I did. 
And I started talking out loud, which at first made me really nervous, especially since, since I was doing a live on my Instagram channel and I was bawling my face off while I was walking down the street telling the story about how I was going to have to close my business. And it was, but it was like this, um, this rush kind of came through me and it was just like, I was leaning into what I was more meant for. And that the pain that I had been through was serving me in this time to help other people through their pain. So I just kept following that. So, you know, you ask about that intuition pull and that draw, and that's sort of what launched me into what I'm doing today. Like, I didn't know that I was going to become a speaker and a podcaster and lead women through finding their joy. I didn't know that that was going to be the thing. But like you said, I just got started. I started using my voice and then started using my voice in a podcast. And now it's opened up doors that I never even anticipated because I followed what was in me instead of this, you know, idea around me, you know, what other people were doing, what other people were saying, you know, whatever path was I was supposed to do. I'm using air quotes. So I don't know if people can see me or not. Um, <clears throat> but instead just following what's in me. And it's like this unconventional <laughs> approach that most people don't understand, but it's, it's working. And I don't question the outcome. I just keep moving through it. Oh, I am so glad that you brought all of that up. First of all, I, I can recognize now, like I have a very, very strong awareness of when my thoughts are just attaching to fear still not easy to, um, you know, try to rewrite all of that. Like those are still skills that I'm working on. And I believe that that's a lifelong journey just to, you know, keep growing and moving through all of that. But I, I just, I really loved what you said about that voice because I've heard that voice too. So I can tell now when it's more of an awareness of the thoughts and the fear and the resistance and the limiting beliefs and all of that stuff that I'm trying to tell myself, I don't even consider that a voice. I don't know what it is. It's just, yeah, chatter in my head versus the voice that I have been intuitively following for the last three years. This voice has literally never let me down. Um, and even if there have been challenges along the way, they have served me in some capacity um, that maybe I don't realize like right then in the moment, but I do. I, I It always comes around full circle and I'm able to see, you know, what the reason for it was, which is just the craziest thing to me. But again, just to everything that you were speaking about, I'm really glad that you brought it all up because I've had those feelings the last three years that something just felt stuck. I've talked about this before on the podcast. You know, I realized that something was me. So I went on this external journey. Then I realized I needed to start healing the internal after I had my mental health breakdown with my daughter, with my second pregnancy. And then still, you know, things just keep getting better and better, but there's still that that voice inside of me that's like, not this, but you still don't want this. And this still needs to be changed. And one of those things is, you know, where I'm, where I'm going in my future, what I'm leaning towards when it comes to, you know, a career and what my purpose is and how I really do want to serve the world. So I am a teacher. Um, I am going back to teaching part-time in September. And I believe part of that is due to my fear, right? The fear of actually completely letting go of something that I do truly love. There's nothing about teaching that I don't like, but there's just something. I know that there's something else for me. 
Um, still trying to kind of figure out what that is. But like I said, I just keep following the breadcrumbs and I know it's kind of leading maybe towards like the same path as, as what you have been doing as well, right? Like I can definitely see myself help, helping women, teens um, in some capacity with, you know, holistic health and healing practices. And that just, that's what feels really right to me. So um, yeah, it's all about that intuition, that inner knowing. And I've really been noticing lately that I have a strong pull just to stay attached to like my spirituality, which was never something that was a part of my life, like pre-pandemic. So mm. yeah, just curious your thoughts on all of that, because this is a whole new, a lot of new doors have been opening lately for me. So yeah, yeah I've just well, been navigating very slowly. Yeah, well, I think many of us are, you know, um, I, I think that it would be impossible to go through the trauma we have been through with the pandemic, and not be seeking something that is a beacon of light, that is a beacon of hope. Um, you know, there were a lot of times for the last few years that there seemed to be no hope left. And so, you know, we either I feel like a lot of people we either decided to find that within us, and to dig a little deeper into our spirituality, whether that we call God, whether we call it spirit, whether we call it the universe, like whatever that is for us, we were seeking something else that we could lean on for hope and for encouragement and inspiration. And that more of that intuitive guide, because the mixed messages we've been getting for the last few years were, it was confusing, <laughs> right? And so I think so many of us had to retreat. And if we are aware that we were retreating and going, okay, none of this stuff out here makes sense. But how can I make more sense of what's in here, instead of being focused on what's out there. And so that's really what got me started on my journey to um, not that I was never tapped into my gut and heart, I feel like I was always fairly aware of it and followed it a lot. But the more messaging I feel like we get from outside of us about what we should fear and what we should do and how we should be and what's going to make us successful and what's going to make us happy in the world. It's like we're trying to achieve all these things, whether it's material things or it's money or it's like, you know, accolades or whatever it is. We're chasing all this stuff outside of us. We're not actually doing what feels just right for us. And I feel like it's this huge flip. And some people will think that we're nuts even talking about this, which is totally fine. You think we're nuts. It's, it's cool. <laughs> Everybody's on their own journey, I'm right? so happy that somebody's willing to have this conversation with me. It's okay. Yeah, they can think what they want. It's all good. Well, that's the thing. That's the thing is that, you know, we've been led to believe that all these things equal success and happiness. And guess what? How many of us are happy? What has that uh, definition that's been imposed on us. How has that helped us be happy and be successful? Most of us aren't, you know, like people literally the other day I was driving down the road and I was turning left into a parking lot. And this guy was like trying to like beam out of it, like in front of me, like he didn't have space or time or room. And so I stopped and like, naturally my body just like my shoulders went up and shrugged, like, what are you doing? And he started yelling out the window at me, obscenities and like, sounded like a toddler yelling at me. And I was just like, oh my God, <laughs> what is happening right now? You know, but like, it's like, you feel this energy from people. I, we can feel that we're all sort of upside down, right? That's what I keep referring it to. It's like, we're living in the upside down right now. If you've ever watched Stranger Things, maybe you'll know what that means, but I, have, um, yes. <laughs> I, I digress. I could go all over the place here, but 
but ultimately I think, um, you know, when we start deciding how we feel about things, which, you know, I don't know where it started in society, but it's like, we lost our freedom of expression. We lost our ability to just be vulnerable and to just show up as we are because we're so afraid of what people are going to think if we don't, you know, meet the marks that society has labeled for us. And that's a lot to keep up with. And it's no wonder all of us are a total disaster because we're trying to do all these things that have been laid out for us instead of just following what we're here for. You know, I don't think that anybody was meant to walk this planet and just do what they're told to do. I think that we were supposed to come here and discover how we could help other people. And whether you lean into spirituality in one of those ways that I mentioned, or you literally don't have a name for it and you just like trust what's inside of you, like that's what we're here for. We're here to just help others and whatever gifts that we have to do that with, you know, and, um, and as we lean into them, the path shows itself, which is the opposite of what we're taught, right? We're taught that you decide what you're going to do. You go to school for that thing. You know, you get a career in that thing. You then live in a house with a picket fence and two and a half kids and like the whole, like, right. It's all laid out for you. And this path, this spiritual path, this, I'm going to do what feels right on my heart kind of path doesn't have an outcome like that. You don't know what's coming next. And at first it's like, really scary because you're like oh my god I have to trust and believe but yeah that's what we were I think that's what we were meant to do is trust and believe that the right things are just going to show up when they're meant to show up right but leaning into that and escaping that you know fear zone that you were talking about right like it's so easy to get in our heads because we have all of this stuff that's outside of us that's been telling us for years this is the way we're supposed to be and then when we start doing something different those voices are still chattering about, right? It's hard to, it's hard to completely quiet them. I don't think it's possible to completely quiet them. But I think that uh, when we're on our path of our own way in our own design, we start to slowly soften those voices. And, you know, it's like what you said, you just learn to lean in and trust and you started doing this podcast and it's gotten easier and it's open doors and it's introduced you to people and you don't know what's next and there's so much beauty in that yeah you know I think too it's just you know everybody each one of us is individual and unique and um like I always try to tell people I always try to remind myself to mention it like take whatever resonates from this conversation perhaps there'll be one light bulb moment one thing that sticks that kind of makes you start to question. Um, but it is like, I'm so grateful for every word that you just spoke. Um, that was really powerful. It really was. And it just, it actually reminded me of speaking of Andrea, you know, our mutual friend there. And she's actually the lead author for the book that I am co-authoring in called Body Bliss. So it just kind of brought me back to that. There's literally a piece um, that I wrote in my chapter about, you know, the things that literally started to make my soul feel aligned were so simple. And I feel like they were right in front of me all along. Like the smallest things, it doesn't have to be like those in the moment things either. Like, you know, the things that you do during, it's the things that'll bring you the joy after and that'll help that joy to stay for longer. So again, if I were to go out, for example, and buy a new shirt, a new purse, a new pair of shoes, it's not like you never need those things. I'm not saying you can never go shopping again. Like that's not the story that I'm trying to tell myself, but 
you know, I was doing those things to make myself feel a certain way. And I would in the moment. And then over time, in a quick amount of time, like that feeling just dissipates. But I'm finding when I'm doing, you know, these things that come from more of like a heart centered place. Yeah, I just I feel joy on a regular basis. I really, truly do. I mean, I obviously still have my moments. I'm still human. There's definitely, you know, days where all the range of emotions show up, but I know for sure that I am not living nearly as close to what I was in my past pre-children. Like, it's just, it's crazy the difference when you actually start to do things for yourself, things that feel aligned with how you want to feel, right? And these things are not material-based like not, no, not even close. No. And what I was going to say too, is like, you know, I don't know how old you are, but I'm 47. And so for 47 years of my life, I have been hearing the same messages from the people around me. And I have been watching the world for 47 years and what it, how it presents itself and what people are going for and what I feel like I have to fit into. And just in the last few years have really been leaning into and really predominantly in this last year um, is more of what you're talking about is, is, is basically unlearning a lot of the things that I believed a lot of the things and the ways that I was supposed to operate because I had to let them go. Cause they're not working for me. You know, it's like, they never really were working for me, but I could never really put my finger on why they weren't working for me until I started to just follow my heart and my gut. It was saying like, Ooh, do this thing or do you really want to do that? No. Okay. Let's not do that. Like as soon as you start to like lean back into that intuition and you start doing what feels right for you, you just, all of a sudden, everything feels so much more natural. And, but what happens is like, you have all of these years that you have been doing things in the motion of, in the belief of, you know, in the sanctity of whatever, the church, the family, the friends, like all of those things were sort of like keeping up with the Joneses for a lack of better way to say that. And for what? <laughs> like, yeah. why, why do we keep comparing ourselves to each other? Because we're not the same. Why do we keep thinking that we have to have all these things that are going to make us happy? And they're not, we, we learned that a hard lesson during the pandemic is that it didn't ha- matter how much shit you had. Nobody was happy during that time, you know? Yeah. And so like, I think it just takes practice. And I think that, that, that those messages in our heads, they've been there for a long time there. It's going to take a little while for us to keep practicing so that we are more likely to lean on ourselves and go inside rather than listening to the fear and the messages that are in our head. I think it just takes some time to practice that and to breathe through the decisions that you're making. And the more that we do it, the more we prove to ourselves that we can, right? Yeah. Almost like trial and error, I feel like. That's what it's been for me for the last little while, right? Again, like there's no perfection here. This is not to say that, you know, perfection is a bad thing either. But yeah, it's just been trial and error for me. The things that feel good and the things that don't. And then just, you know, kind of taking inventory, being more aware, and then creating clarity on the things that I want to call into my life. It actually, as you were speaking, I just thought of one more example that I wanted to share. And again, this is against nobody who does this, but for my son's first birthday, I had this sense or this feeling that I needed to, like I should, you know, throw him this elaborate themed birthday party with the matching cake and the cookies and all the things and invite all the people and have all the decorations. And 
that was a lot of planning for me. And I feel like even to like, just like the pictures, the videos, everything become more important than the actual moment itself. So I promised myself for my daughter's first birthday, which was last week, that I wasn't going to do that again. I wasn't going to do that just to, and it's not even to people, please. It's got nothing to do with that, but just to look like what everybody else is doing, right? Because that's what we see out there these days. All the crazy balloon um, arches and and things like that. And again, there's nothing wrong if you actually truly desire to do that for yourself and for your family or, you know, the choice is yours. That's totally fine. But what I'm saying is I felt like I needed to do that because everybody else was doing that. And if I didn't do that for my daughter's first birthday, that makes me less than. Mm. And then I had that realization. It just clicked. And I was like, no, (laughs) that's not the way it is. That's not the way it needs to be. That's not the way it should be. And so I decided for her first birthday to keep it so very simple. We're still going to have a dual birthday party for both of my kids because we still want to be the family to be able to spend time with them. But I kept things so simple and um, we just we made it a day for us. We spent a lot of time in nature. I did do some pictures because I've taken up photography lately just as like a yeah, another hobby of mine. But yeah, I, I did. I did exactly what I felt inside was right for me to celebrate that special day and that special moment with her. And yeah, I didn't have any of those feelings of resentment that I normally would have had or anxiousness or, you know, shame or anything like that. Like it was yeah. just, it was such a beautiful birthday. And looking back at those pictures, I feel like I'll actually also have the memory that I did something the way I wanted to and not the way society shows you that you need to do it. Oh my God. I love that example. It's such a great example. And I think a lot of your, both of our listeners will relate to that experience because that's the way that the world works. Right. And it's like, I think the biggest thing is when you're leaning into and learning to trust your heart and your gut more and do what's right for you more is as you're doing something or planning something is to ask yourself, why am I doing this? And what is my intention behind it? What am I going to get out of it? Or um, not even like in a ego sense of what am I going to get out of it, but more like, why am I doing this? What is it for? And you know, our kids, they're happy if they have a wooden spoon and a pot to play with in the kitchen, (laughs) you know, but yet we have these playrooms that are full of all of these toys that reduce really the, the ability for them to use their imagination like they would with that wooden spoon and pot. And so we're, we're, we're so focused on having all the things and making it perfect when kids are just happy to sit on the floor and bang the drum, which is a pot. And I think the same thing goes for us as adults. Like we all of a sudden feel like, you know, we have to do all these things or in order to create joy, we have to create it by having all this stuff and joy isn't created from outside of us moments of like, we, that's, what's created. Sure. But it's not, it doesn't stick. It's like buying the shoes. You know, it's like when we just lean in and have fun and just follow what we feel, the outcome is amazing. And the memories that live with us, I mean, our kids aren't going to, your kids aren't going to remember if you had the purple and pink archway balloon or the matching plates and, you know, cupcakes and the whole thing, which again, we're not shaming any parent who does that. But again, it's about the intention. Why are we doing it? Who are we doing it for? You know, when I asked my kid when he was like, must've been six or five at the time, what kind of cake he wanted for his birthday. He said, I want a pig. And I was like, okay. 
So I'm like, where am I going to get a pig cake? And then I was like, forget it. You know what? I'm a single mom. I'm going to go. I'm just going to make the damn cake. So I watched this Pinterest thing and I made this cake and oh my God. So the Pinterest version was like beautiful. <laughs> and my pig looked like a really angry, psychotic pig. <laughs> It was the worst thing I've ever created. And I was so embarrassed to bring up Jackson. My son had all these kids coming to this party. And uh, oh my gosh, I was so devastated by this cake. But I was like, what am I going to do? Like, I don't have time to make another one. And I remember he walked in and he was like, oh, mom, you made the pig cake. It's awesome. Right? Wasn't a perfect Pinterest cake. It wasn't a perfect $300 cake from a bakery. It was the one that I made that looked completely hideous, but he loved it anyway, right? It's like, those are the moments. Who cares about perfection is honestly an illusion. We are not here to be perfect. We cannot create perfection. It does not exist. It doesn't exist. Yet we stress over all of these little details and minute things that what people are going to notice. No, you know what people are going to notice? People are going to notice how you make them feel. People are going to notice what fun and enjoyment you had with them in the moment. They are not going to remember that the blue icing matched the window, matched the balloon, matched the tent that you were in. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh my God, yes. It's all about feeling. Like I always say it's everything boils down to love, period. Everything boils down to love. If what you're doing isn't coming from love and what you're doing isn't isn't uh, attracting love and in the really honest and humble sense of the word, why, why are we doing it? Why are we doing it? I'm so glad that you brought that up too, because I was just about to say to like, just to end that my, like, truthfully, the more people I come across these days, like the one thing that really connects me to people most is just like the fact that they're able to just inspire me with their, their differences and their uniqueness. Right. And just their authenticity. Like you can truly tell when somebody is just being their authentic self whether you can like relate to them in that same way, like doesn't matter. Beliefs and values aside, even if yours are different, like that's okay. Like I appreciate you being yourself as long as it all comes from a place of love, obviously, and respectfully. Um, yeah, and that's something that I was never embodying before. So that is something that I'm choosing for myself now as well. And oh my gosh, I mean, you still get like those pit in the stomach feelings sometimes because it's hard to reprogram all those thoughts that we've, you know, kept and hold, held on to for so many years. But my gosh, does it ever feel freeing when you're just showing up and, you know, being you and just taking it day by day and not putting any limits on the things that you want to call into your life. So yeah, or expectations, right? Expectations are the killer of all dreams. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. just lean in, have the fun, follow your heart, let it flow. And when the hiccups come, let the hiccups happen. Like, so it doesn't all work out. So that thing you were planning didn't happen. Just let it go. It wasn't meant to happen. Like the world's not going to fall apart if it doesn't happen. It's likely the chance that, you know, everything around you is guiding you into a different direction. That's going to be more beneficial anyway. So yeah, just have fun. Yeah, 100%. I totally agree. So I want you to share with the listeners, you know, where they can find you, what you've got going on. I know you spoke a little bit to that, like in the beginning, but I really, I want them to know, you know, about your podcast and just all other things because you, 
are an inspiration to me. So many of your episodes that you put out, I've really been listening to your podcast lately and I'm just, I'm so in love with the messages that you have been sharing. So if there's anybody else that resonates, I want them to be able to find you to, you know, hear those, those same conversations and those messages as well. Amazing. Um, well, first of all, thank you so much for having me here. This has been awesome. I love this conversation. Um, the podcast is called the State Out Loud Podcast. Uh, you can't miss me. I'm everywhere that you can possibly pick up a podcast. I'm in a bright pink shirt, like everyone else is wearing no color. And there's Christine in the pink shirt. So you can't miss it. Um, you can follow me on socials at It's Me Christine D, where I share just about stories, vulnerability, uh, finding more joy in your life. And I've just, I'm actually working on building a community that is outside of the traditional social media world to support women who are heart led and find themselves sort of in this muck in the way that we're living today and want to tap into more joy in their lives. And so I'm helping them do that through this, through building this community. So those are some of the places you can also find me at itsmechristine.ca where uh, all of those things will come together. Yeah. And I will put all of that in the show notes for anybody who wants to check it out. And I'm sad that this conversation is ending, but I'm so grateful that you were able to come and share your time and space with me today, Christine. It has been such a, <laughs> I told you in the beginning, I'm like, you just, you go, we go with the flow and you never know where this conversation is going to lead. And I, I loved, I just loved every single part of it today. So thank you. Thank you so much. Me too. Thank you, Christine. Thank you for listening to this episode. I'd like to invite you to hit the subscribe button on this podcast.